told him to die. I told him he could call a show eating cereal with bitches, and he was like, okay. And he just ran with it. Yeah. He made graphics and little video intros and shit. Yo, it's I gotta say, your your new Twitter photo is like the hipster version of like those like angry trucker convoy Facebook pictures. I did. I did. Matt doesn't like it, evidently. I'm oh, like, I like what do you mean I look like angry trucker person? I'm like the most disarming looking person. I How said possibly- I, it's not what I said. First of all, I like the photo, but I said you're the hipster version of their like uh, Facebook truck. Oh, pictures. like because I'm wearing the glasses with the, the guys hat? with the trucks and they're fucking in their, you know, <laughs> exactly. No, this is the disarming. Like I have a sweater hoodie shirt with those hipster rim glasses. This is your version. These are Nick Nurse glasses. Thank you. I mean, oh, Nick Nurse, eh? Your, your I feel phone. like that's what I was going for. I think I, I think I followed Nick Nurse's style. I feel like I did. It just looks like you have some like homeless blankets behind you. I look like a homeless. David, yo, congrats, what? superstar! I saw your uh, saw your commercial there the other day. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> getting away. You know what, dude? It's funny. I, I actually looked for it. I think like six or seven months ago. I was trying to show my girlfriend, and I couldn't fucking find it. So when he saw it last night, I'm like, yes, yes. I knew I wasn't fucking crazy. Like I actually remembered this commercial growing up. So. It's out there. It's out there. I looked for it for a long time, couldn't find. It. Apparently, the guy who uploaded it only did it last year. So like. Well, it's off of VHS, just based off the title, right? It so looks I like, yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. that grainy VHS action going on. Anyway, bullshit aside, hey man, how you doing? How is everything? Good man, it's good to see you. I've been, good I've been listening. I've been listening. I feel like I've seen you many times. Sixty-seven, how many times? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. <laughs> now sixty-nine. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate you it. Sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Nice indeed. Nice indeed. Well, I'm just gonna hang back and uh, and laugh at you guys. So. You got the hair, right? Yeah, you look. You're rocking the job. In a microphone, I can imagine listen you on headphones like, exactly as you look right now, but like like fully silver streaked, like with like the, in a ponytail at the back, just like, hey kids, <laughs> show you how podcasting worked back in the day. Do you want some cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> gross. All right, gross. Oh shit! It is two thirty-nine p.m. Sunday, February twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Welcome to episode sixty-nine of the fucking A podcast. No jokes. Nice, nice. No jokes. No jokes. Nope. What do you mean? You gotta We're say professionals. nice. At least. Minimum say nice. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Be professional. Mm-hmm. Only so we are your hosts, six and nine. Neither of us have multicolored hair, but don't worry about it. And I know there's six sexual connotation with the episode, but our show sounds like fucking eight, right? So numbers fucking isn't nothing new to us. You know, we're all I, uh, about the math uh, around here. Wow. Okay. I was gonna say I was trying to follow you down that 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 rabbit hole of where you were going. 
Um, and so which one are you six or, or, or nine? And the, which one of us is which? Uh, I, I'm six because I don't want to do the flip over. I'd rather be standing up, you know. You bet. Oh, so you're imagining this in a vertical scenario? Well, yes. In this okay. in this instance, you don't want to be the like five foot two cheerleader who's being spun upside down. Is what you're saying? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can hold you for that long. <laughs> it's probably going to take me a while to not. It'll now, be really awkward. Does that gross. mean that in each role, someone's got to take on one burden? One person has to hold the other person upright, but the person who's uh, who's upside down has to fight the pooling of blood into their brain. Yeah, which, it's hard to you know not complicates the issue. Well, yeah, so absolutely, it's true. It's true. It's the complexities <laughs> of it that really sort of, especially when it's your friend that you're not sexually attracted to. You know what I mean? Like it makes it a little more difficult. Something more distracting than having <laughs> to blow your podcast co-host upside down. I'm just, I'm just trying to do an episode, bro. <laughs> How did we get into this position? <laughs> 69 episodes of fucking a uh dan matt thank you for joining us one more time um and, and bearing with us through the obvious jokes no more jokes for another 351 episodes because that'll be episode 420 i mean that's mm. in like that's in like eight years so we've got a lot of time to to really refine ourselves as people between now and then i wonder what maybe i'll have gold teeth at that point i think you should have at least one gold tooth like now the question is, do you want it to be visible, like smile visible gold tooth if we give you one or, yeah, like, or like size molar? I'm just worried about if I go down to egg West, you know, and I'm in that area, I'm going to get robbed. So like, I don't know if I want to have the gold tooth, bro. Just don't smile. Just, you know, mean mug while you're out there the whole time. Yeah. They won't respect me. What is, what is respect? What does it mean to be respected? You know, what does respect mean to you in the podcast game? In the podcast game? Um, it's to, it's to get likes and interaction on my social feeds that aren't from other podcasters, but for regular people, it's not possible by the way. It's just, that's, <laughs> that's basically how you build a fan base. Now is you, you, you only have other podcasters listen to your show. And then when they inevitably quit their shows, um, they become regular people listening, right? Like you just have to outlast the other podcasters default, right? default. Yes. So when we've been doing it for 10 years and we've got like hundreds of listeners, those would just be hundreds of people who were like, oh, I had a podcast. Yeah. We used to talk about movies. We used to, we used to review movies. It was good. Because you're me and my buddies, but you know, reform like that. Reformed speaking podcasting. Of, speaking of movies, movie pass, a service that oh. lets users watch movies inexpensively, but shut down in 2019 is returning as an app that will track users eyes while they watch adverts. How quickly can we go back out of business after coming back, do you think? Give me that 2.0 fucking clockwork orange, you know. That's what I'm after. The new service will use facial recognition and eye tracking technology to ensure that viewers' eyes are looking at promoted content in exchange for access to the films on their app. The tracking will only happen on the user's device with the digital currency then going to a virtual wallet, which I guess gets exchanged for the movies yeah. that you watch mm -hmm. the facial recognition algorithm using the phone's cameras will make sure the user user is not ignoring the advert Bro, it pauses if your eyes aren't on the screen so that means that like you can't if i have my phone just like off to the side somewhere and i'm like kind of half watching it like you can't you'll have to like pick it up and hold it to your face like a fucking goober and be like okay um uh uh yeah, like what okay, if it, what if it's shoddy technology and it's like I'm looking at it, it's like eyes not detected. Like I'm fucking looking at it. Like no, I'm not able to detect retinas. Like what if it's like can't read 
through glasses or like I think glasses will be is already an issue for it, actually. Um, I think I read that in the article, too. I, I found this one. I just I found it fucking hilarious, bro. This is this is the next step, dog. This is the evolution of like, all right, you fucking you bastards. You think you got around. You thought you were smart. You thought you just ignore YouTube while it fucking plays yeah. these incessant ads in the middle and forces you to try to buy premium. No. So MoviePass co-founder Stacy Spike says, quote, it's a it's a way to close that loop and make it far more efficient of a system uh, of a system. As I'm looking at it, it's playing back. But if I stop and I'm not paying attention to it, it actually pauses the content. A human being said these words out loud and then didn't immediately recognize the absurdity of their own voice and word formation in their fucking brain coming out like said it intentionally. We had an early version of this where, you know, what happened. People put down the phone and left and didn't pay attention to it. Right now, 70% of video advertising is unseen. This is a way that advertisers get the impact they're looking for, but you're also getting the impact yourself. Exactly what I wanted. I've been really looking for ways to maximize my advertising intake. I don't feel like I'm being effectively advertised to enough. So how can you, how, how can you make me watch more? I go so out of my way to a fucking avoid ads. Like I, I will just won't yep. use your service flat out. We'll not use your service. Now, if everybody starts doing this, then I'm, then I'm scared. Then I'm fucking scared. Is this the, is this the Rolling Stone, bro? Is this what gets, is this what gets it going? It's actually a black mirror episode. Like actually remember the one with the cube where they live in the cube. We always talk about this one where they ride. The oh yeah. And, and they, they ride the, the bike and shit. And yeah. like they live in the, the rooms are all like full screens and all that. And every time an ad plays, it's like, you have to watch the ad. Otherwise, it stops and it's like, please open eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my fucking worst nightmare, bro. Trying to, trying to have a nap on the couch in the afternoon and like, wake up, Matt. Did you hear the sound Designated of Coke? Designated advertising period has begun. You hear the sound <laughs> of Coke opening? <laughs> like, oh, God. Wake up. We're going to get that. My wage fridge. We're going to get that. Uh, yeah, what if like you're gonna watch? You're gonna go to your smart fridge one day, and it's gonna be like you're gonna open it. It's gonna be stuck. And be like, please watch Pepsi ad before you can eat. <laughs> but water. I already have Pepsi in there. I just want to drink it. <laughs> I hate the future. I hate the future. No, you love the future. You love it. Learn it. Love it. Laugh Yo, it. But here's the thing, like. When it comes to advertisements, I don't want any ads ever at any fucking point. And it seems no. that like every single model is going to the the ad way, right? Like, oh, we'll give it to yeah. you free, but like fucking sit through all this goddamn bullshit or in these 800 pop-ups or use a different browser so you don't have to see this. Or Just we'll kidding. sell your data on top of it and then sell you ads back on, on the floor. 100%. We're both, it's both at the same time. It's like, yeah. oh, we're going to sell you directed ads, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, Matt, are you getting a beer belly? Check out these shirts that don't <laughs> give you a beer belly. I'm sure you've fucking seen those. I'm sure seen David those. has, too. Fuck, yeah, man. I've, I've, I've seen those. I'm, it's, I'm, I, hate that, I hate that I'm considering buying one. I watched the Super Bowl halftime show. I watched a replay. I went on YouTube like the day after, and, of course, it's already uploaded. It's a 14-and-a-half-minute performance, okay? The YouTube video had seven ad breaks. Like force, you know, as so YouTube's got those things where it forces an ad and it's like ad coming in three, two, one, and then it watches it and like you can't skip them. So I watched almost as much advertising watching that performance as I did seeing the performance on a YouTube video. 
Like all I wanted was to watch it again. And it was like, well, you, you can, but we're, we're not only is it a Pepsi halftime show on a sponsored YouTube channel, but then there were seven multi multi commercial commercial ad breaks in that video alone. Like, do you, your, do you watch on your computer? Or do you watch on your like consoles? I watched on my computer. I know there's ad blocker. I know I need you to like take me through the Dog for our dude. listeners. Matt's Matt's an expert in in ad blocking <laughs> technology. I'm an expert. I literally click on the tools and type ad blocker and click the first <laughs> one, and it's worked. Yes, expert indeed. You sound like my mother when it comes to tech, bro. Oh, how did you how did you fix that? Well, I just typed in exactly what you asked me into fucking Google, and it popped <laughs> up, and I clicked on the first one. Show us your ways. Tell us your way. Complaining over here when there's a solution right at your fingertips. That's life, bro. Selling you out, dog. Selling you out. I don't like life anymore, man. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of talking about NFTs, but like, I'll make this one real quick. You see Melania Trump, what she did? Yeah, she what she I think I read this, that she sold them, but then it turned out it was her who bought them. Yeah, so they, the, the bid's value for her NFT that was out was $178,400. Now, it was in coins, but that's the U.S. dollar valuation, right? It was purchased. Okay. And it's been traced back to a wallet that has connections to her. So nice. this is like a straight-up case of driving the fucking price up on some completely made-up bullshit thing that doesn't even have a fucking value to then sell rubes be like look it sold for this much it must be worth that much meanwhile you're just fucking it's like me handing you the money and then you sending it back to me that's like dude that's like that's like you and me playing pressing play on our own episodes until our numbers were huge 100 percent. there's people that do that dog like for sure i'm convinced oh dude there are people who join podcast communities who are like i just started this a week ago we've got thousands of listeners i'm like how did you do that like did you like (laughs) did just run it on replay a thousand times and then be like whoa dude check it out oh could we do that enough that we could then like hawk to advertisers and they're so stupid they wouldn't know yes yes you can like dude Mm -hmm. we 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 got forty thousand listens last week We're, we're fucking popular they're all from southern ontario like bro talk about nailing our demographic not even kidding. Travis Scott started his career like that. He on SoundCloud, he had a SoundCloud bot farm. He's talked about it and then brought that to a record label and was like, look, this is the listing I get. And he got his first setup. I swear to God. I swear We're to fucking trying God. too hard, aren't we? We're really just trying too hard. Like we need to simplify our scamming. Mm. I mean that's we I gotta agree. be Melania. Be we gotta, like we, Melania. We gotta find those girl guide cookies and do like the like the girls that are selling us out of a subway station and then do the money exchange tricks. We're like, can you give me change for this 50? No, give me change for a 20. No, I already bought four boxes of cookies. You already gave me that. Yeah, hey, you owe me $20. Give me my fucking change. I don't <laughs> care if you have a belt and a sash. Give me my fucking at money. Children is how we're gonna get big, is what you're saying. Ah, yeah, it's easy, bro. They're kids, they okay. don't know what they're doing. Yeah, easily take their money. Just okay. Yeah. No, actually, here's the new plan. We're gonna rob the girl guides. That's what we're gonna okay. do. Okay. <laughs> what do we even need advertising for? Right? Like, no, we we're still advertising free because we make our money robbing children in the subway system. <laughs> like these two guys came up and robbed me, and we're like, listen to the fucking a podcast and took my stuff. Can we? Can we? Can we? Uh, can we garb the girl guide cookies, uh, girls in in our own merch? <laughs> They're not. Are they homeless? <laughs> no, but I'm but simply no. expanding a previous idea from the show's past. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, listen, I really need some cookies. I can't pay for them, but I got <laughs> but these I t-shirts. Have, I have a $30 hoodie. For <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck am I going to do with this, asshole? Stay warm. It's cold. 
Just give, us, <laughs> give me those minutes. Okay, so sorry. Melania buys her own NFT. Yeah, and- we, that was a pretty big segue. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so she buys her own NFT, basically driving the price up, right? So it's been connected back to her wallet. Um, There's not a lot more to the story than that because fucking NFTs are so goddamn stupid and there's no there's no legal precedent. There's no nothing. So it's not like... I don't know how did they you, would even prove. Did fraud. you read the Madoff coin one? I saw no. this. On, I saw this yesterday that someone created something called Madoff coin, like Bernie Madoff. Like talk about legit Ponzi scheme. Like you know, like it, it, the it's almost too ironic. And someone like put it out and people bought it and then it just like disappeared. Madoff like what coin. happened to it? I was telling my brother last night that that uh, there was like a screenshot of the Reddit post and someone was like, what happened to Madoff coin? And the top comment was just some guy who was like, it got the rug pulled under it, bruv. Like, yeah, bro, that's exactly it, man. That's what keeps happening. These guys make up yeah. meme coins and then they pull the fucking rug and just take out all the money. Just disappear. Yeah. And and like, like the, the Madoff coin, the, the like symbol of it, like the, the whatever the icon or whatever it was was a picture of Bernie Madoff's face and then someone said like if you zoomed in on the coin and like tiny little almost invisible text around the outside it was like I get rich quick sorry like <laughs> it's like they clearly were scamming people but people were like all right <laughs> oh, uh, shit. you gotta be a special kind of fucking person to buy like a YouTuber or something like that's a meme coin that they're trying to push as an actual tradable fucking currency like Give me your money. Give me your money. Matt Damon in crypto.com commercials. It has to be real. It sounds like something that it sounds legit. Matt Damon wouldn't lie. Celebrities don't lie about things. Okay. Like it's Doc, they even got the fucking crypto.com arena now, bro. Who's that again? That's the the staple center. The staple center. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the crypto.com arena, and they've been very specifically instructed to say crypto.com. You can't say the crypto arena. Now, everybody like you and I and those people are, are going to call sure. it the crypt. Like, it's, it's crypt. inevitable. Yeah, dude. Oh, especially if, like, their whole team's super old and they stop winning. Be like, this is Tales of the Crypt. And they're like, crypt Lakers are in 12th place. <laughs> the cri- Tales of the Crypt. <laughs> Welcome to the Crypt Crypt. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, they've been specifically instructed. The commentators have been specifically instructed to call it crypto.com arena. Otherwise, what? They they suffer the punishment of the crypto bro, I guess. Uh, You lose your job. Some bullshit like that. Like, (laughs) we're going to pull our our funding. Like, all right. Like, relax. (laughs) Fucking relax. (sighs) I hate the tech world, dude. It's tough, man. Yo, I got to follow up for you. Okay. Follow up. So uh, last week I brought forward an Ohio mayor who told people that the reason they weren't allowed to have ice fishing huts was because it would lead to prostitution. Well, all right. He has resigned. Craig Schubert, the Ohio mayor, has resigned from his monthly ceremonial office after, sorry, monthly. Jesus, I can't read. Monthly mostly cer- ceremony, <laughs> mostly <laughs> ceremonial office after two high profile political controversies, one in which he did the, uh, the hut slut scenario there, and then the other one where he had some false allegations against other people about child pedophilia like it's just this dude's just off the cuff he's calling other people pedophiles and yeah like, that's and not like true. completely baseless yeah like out of the blue they're like well, what the fuck bro so he submitted his resignation monday morning to the clerk of the city council and issued a statement the statement is as follows my comments at tuesday's workshop were made out of concern for our community what could become of unintended consequences of new legislation based on my prior television news reporting experience he wrote 
My attempt to inject a bit of dry humor to make a point about this in the midst of a cold, snowy February was grossly misunderstood. Some in our community saw this as an opportunity to engage in the politics of personal destruction by means of character assassination, blaming me for the negative international press they helped to promote. Bro, I'm telling you right now, I watched this fucking guy talk. He literally just says straight up from point A to point B, if we let people have fishing huts, they're going to have prostitutes. <laughs> I was really hoping you were about to tell me that, like, he resigned on Tuesday after he was caught in a fishing hut with a hooker. Uh, like, getting a hand so job. Like, oh, shit. He's got an ice hut in his backyard. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's, it's like those, like, you know, like the preachers who, like, are like, the, the homosexuals are destroying the world. They're like, find him in an airport bathroom, like, blowing some guy. I'm like, I was really hoping this was really specific, like. You know, he was caught in an ice hut in his backyard getting head from a hooker. Like, you know, this guy's uh, got like a gone fishing fucking sign up in his shed, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's he's a closeted hut slut enthusiast. Walks out the door. Honey, where are you going? Just taps the sign. You already know. Don't ask. I just I love people's apologies where they blame other people and they're like, you're coming at me. I didn't do anything. This is character so he, assassination. Was he was he when he was saying that was it in response to the, the ice hut thing or was it? Yeah. The, accusing people of being pedophiles which wasn't true thing no that was a complete this is basically well, a, a separate issue okay. that was a separate issue and now okay. after this this second incident of like dude what the fuck are you talking about people are like you can't be the mayor anymore like you gotta resign <laughs> bro like what are you even we surely about? can do better than this i i'm i'm confident we can find a better candidate than you i mean i've grown up you know cottage country stuff everybody has ice huts i know tons of people that go ice fishing i don't know any of them that have like shanty towns of prostitutes living in them you ever been in one dude they're fucking freezing they're yeah from from all accounts i've ever heard it's you, you're not doing it for any sort of physical enjoyment like you're there to drink and then occasionally like check your jig like just how shriveled and and like you know everything like we really of all locations to, to, you know, pull it out and start engaging in an act. I mean, a freezing ice hut. God, no, no, it's not not in my top places to bomb. Like, why sure. don't we fuck on an ice rink? Like, no, I no, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun at all. Oh, uh, so what like you're saying cold. is in north. What is it? Northeast Ohio? Yeah, it's in Ohio. OK, so in Ohio right now, I would be rushing to build my ice hut prostitution my brothel if if you will yeah he's my basically just gave somebody an idea that's what he did he just yeah. sparked and it. now the most the most like like you know zeroed in on it the guy who was most skeptical he's out you know like now's the time smoke screen up build the hut i can't wait for three months from now when one gets busted like a, a little ring he's just at home i fucking told you i told you i so I warned you. Caprio pointing at the TV meme. <laughs> Tiny living machines made of frog cells can replicate themselves, making copies that can then go on and do the same. This newly described form of renewal offers insights into how to design biological machines that are self perpetuating. That's the face I was looking for. I don't like that sentence, bro. Like I'm not I'm not a fan of that shit. The, if this was a if this was a video show, the listeners could have seen Matt's pure look of horror as that sentence continued. <laughs> just... Yo, this definitely is something Alex Jones is going to bring up at some point and just lose his fucking mind. These these liberal micro nanobots are turning us into <laughs> Wait, what? The turn of the frogs are nanobots. Check out my merch store. Oh, like. 
So so they can self-replicate? Quote, this is an incredibly exciting breakfield breakthrough for the field of biologically based robots, says Kristen Peterson, an electrical and computer engineer at Cornell University. Robots that can copy themselves are an important step towards systems that don't need humans to operate. We just know where we know where it's going. An important <laughs> step. Let it marinate for you a little bit. Eh? It's just, this is all just a stepping stone in the biological chain of the destruction of the human species as fro- nano frog robots take over. This is how it always happens, right? Is, is some scientist invents something and you're like, you're very smart. You, you've dedicated your life to your research. But like, they're like, look what I made. This is great. This is great stuff. It's like slowly eating their brains. And they like Skynet. There's a reason why in all the movies, the first people to die in every you know, end of the world scenario are who the scientists in the labs. They're the first people who are clawing at the doors like, no, let me out. Ah, like bloody handprint on the glass sliding down slowly. It's always them first. Oh, yes. Yeah, the rage virus monkey like smashes their skull against the wall. Yeah. As the, as the experiment, the super soldier experiment, you know, breaks through the glass and starts tearing their heads off like it's always them. So you guys keep inventing and being enthusiastic about it. But be warned so frog cells so frogs are oh my god frog cell that's gonna be that's gonna be the incel frog people who can't fucking you know reproduce Uh, okay i self-replicate i can't find love (laughs) frog Frog cells this type of movement created reproduction called kinematic self-replication by the researchers appears to be for new living cells usually reproducing organisms contribute some parental material to their offspring Quote, here, this is different. These xenobots are, quote, finding loose parts, sort of like robotics parts in the environment, and cobbling them together. These collections then grow into a second generation of xenobots that can move around like their parents. No, no. Absolutely Left to their own devices. Almost feels like a pun, but spheroid xenobots could generally create only one more generation before dying out, the researchers found. But with the help of artificial intelligence programs that predict an optimal shape for the original xenobots, the replication could be pushed to up to four generations. So you're trying to tell me that Terminator kind of had it right, but instead of it being this like super hunked out looking Arnold Schwarzenegger bot that fucking appears, it's going to be this like frog cell fucking robot monster. Yeah, you, it's going to be some micro fucking organ that like you breathe in and it like eats you from the inside out, like turning into more frog cells and then moving. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a dust cloud that like eats the whole species for like Jesus biofuel. Yum, 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 yum. And then, and then once they eat all of earth, do they just like push out into the galaxy and like start eating other planets like that's what ends the universe eh? is human technology like nanobot technology of frog cells anybody is capable of destroying the entirety of of the universe it's got to be human beings oh we are capable of pulling that off really too prude and fucking dumb and ignorant just and like, just hey, the whole time being like, this is a proprietary technology that's going to really net a lot of money for our new startup. We can make so much money. Holy fuck. Some fucking tech bro is going to take this tech in Silicon Valley and go into investor meetings and pitch it and like turn it into some product. And then it's going to get out first, yeah. obviously, <clears throat> eating all the scientists some and then sh- get out and destroy the world. Yeah, you thought COVID was bad. Just wait for the frog cell pandemic. <laughs> Spheroid. <laughs> Xenobots. Did you ever think? Did you ever think we'd reach a time where I would say that in a scientific news article? Seriously, 
I mean, we're also at a time where like NBC is talking about fucking, you know, people farting in jars and stuff. So, yeah, it's true. It's I don't know what's I don't know what reality is real anymore, bro. Yeah. Like guys still steak. It's national news. Like, <laughs> OK, I think frog cells should be a little bit bigger of a deal, but nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody wants to do are the nitty gritty. The hard are you work. Gonna, are you going to champion it now? Are you going to be yeah, out there gonna, uh, next party you go to? Mm-hmm. You guys ever heard of frog cells? Oh, the, oh, this guy, this guy, this long-haired fuck talking about frog yes, cells. Yes, man. What about the fucking xenobots? What do you want to tell us now? <laughs> no, it's Sorry. just like <laughs> spheroids, xenobots. Get it right, Actually, man. They're called spheroids. Okay. <laughs> I I like his girlfriend, but I I just I. She brings him, and, and it's just tough. Like, you know, Doc, that person just needs like a Mirko Crow Cop, like kick to the skull. If you're at a party talking about that shit, like know your place, <laughs> know your fucking place. Get a Russian shin to the forehead, like Ukraine right now. Wow, topical. Well done, Reno. All right, Reno man has donated his kidney. His cousin, he's going through it, bro. He's going through kidney failure. This guy, Elliot Mallon, decides I'm gonna donate my kidney as long as I'm a blood type match. Turns out he is. Goes through with the procedure. Then he starts getting bills in the mail. Hi there. You owe us $19.15 for blood work done before the surgery. The guy contacts the hospital. Hey, what's up with this? Oh, no, sorry, Mr. Mallon. We'll take care of that. That's an error. All right, no problem. Then he gets another notice from an old insurance plan that he was no longer a member of. But he was billed $934 for the lab work. Again, notifies the hospital. Doesn't think anything of it. Well, in late September... He gets a bill for the stomach dropping amount of $13,064. While he was startled by the cost, it didn't worry him too much. He knew his insurance company was responsible for it and started paying it. So he notified the hospital and forgot about it. Month later, a second notice arrives. Then on December 6th, he receives a document that scared the shit out of him. Final notice. Your account is now considered delinquent, the notice read. If he didn't take action, the billing company warned he would attempt further collection activity. My guy donated a kidney and then got slapped with a $13,000 fucking bill and like credit warnings. Hospital ended for, up waving it. But for, but they, they charged him for being a kidney donor? Yes. And after multiple times, like three or four times calling them, <laughs> be like, stop charging me. They kept charging him more and more and sent creditors after him. Nice. He got off in the end, though. Yes. He's free. Good story. Wow. He is free. No, but-, but it's but it's like the fact that you have to ask that and be like, um, I'm a f- can you imagine that phone call with like the fucking tech support or the, the customer service. Like, I'm a fucking kidney donor. <laughs> like, I'm a donor. D-O-N-O-R. Sir, sir, I, yes, sir. I know, sir. I understand. But, you know, as per our, our protocol and regulations, you know, donors are not exempt from like, you know, that's and, and you know, like some person who's like working the call center. It's just like, uh, I don't know how to handle this scenario. Calling their manager. like I can connect you to our organ harvesting hotline and we can take your other <laughs> kidney in payment. It's just an endless cycle. In order to pay off the kidney you donated, you got to donate a liver. But then after you donate the liver, you got to like donate a lung. <laughs> it's like the it's like the prison cycle, but it's just been, you know, put into medicine now. Organ harvesting. Stop. Don't 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 give them ideas. China's already doing you. it with the Uyghur Muslims. So are they? You're topical as fuck today, Matt. What else you want to? Yeah, what else is going on in the world? Um, reading. What do you? What do you do? You be reading world news on Reddit today or something? No, actually, not at all. I like slept on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep watching, on the couch with with news on. 
wake no, up. The only thing four. I know that's going on in the world is the Olympics, and then the fucking people in Ottawa right now doing snow angels. Say fuck the police. That's about it. That's uh, I'm pretty sure according to the news. I I went on I went CP 24s website like a yep. day ago looking for articles and shit, obviously for this, and it was like the top stories going down were like shooting trucker protest, shooting car accident, shooting trucker protest, politics, trucker protest, shooting. And I'm like, is this the only thing you've got? Like where, where else? Where are the cupcakes, bro? Where's the <laughs> cupcake story? The news isn't talking about the important shit, man. I think the, the gross semen cupcake story that we just we, we made an executive decision to gloss over for the actual show. I think I think that's been relegated to like the news, like the New York Post, you know, and like <laughs> fucking like TMZ and stuff like that. Like websites that already operate in that field are like, yeah, this is ours. I think CNN's this is our wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> this is what semen we cupcakes to the top. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. But world is the world is confusing, man. It, it's frustrating when you get different stories depending on like what news outlet you're watching and shit like that. Now I know that's always the case, right? Sure. But it's so fucking painfully obvious, especially with this trucker convoy thing. Like you go on one news outlet and it's like the tyrannical government, and you go on another and it's like these fucking protesters. So it's it, like whatever echo chamber you want, you got one out there for you. Like I just tuned into CBC the other day and it it showed yeah. uh it showed a, a woman, her husband, and they're like five kids, four or five kids at the convoy. And the dad gets arrested um because it's after the you know, after the grace period, I guess now or whatever. Right. And the kids are like on TV, they're like, We're just so sad. We hope our dad's okay and stuff. And all I can think is, yo, as a parent, why do you have four like eight-year-olds in the middle of a fucking convoy where dudes are getting gun butted in the head? Like, <laughs> maybe don't have your fucking kids there. Like, I'm not even talking about what you're protesting. Just strictly talking about, like, being a parent might not be the best. Seems time. like maybe. Yeah. Like, like, perhaps there's a, a safer environment to put your children like or maybe they can't find a babysitter. Like, can you watch the kids? OK, what do you guys do? Romantic week? We go to Niagara Falls, romantic weekend or something. Um, No, Steve and I are going to go fight the police at the border. Like, uh, Jane, OK, Jane, I don't mind watching your kids, but it's been three weeks. I can't like, watch them any where longer. The fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said we, we have to fight for, you know, fucking whatever. I mean, we got to fight it's, for our right. I like that. I like that every time every time I, I do it, too, every time I impersonate a trucker convoy person, I always for some reason give them a southern accent. I, I can't help it. I can't help like, it. Is that like some sort of monkey brain conditioning? What are we conditioned to believe, dude? Like. I just think, yo, like, it's been three weeks, bro. It's been time. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. They got the that's whole just, city shut down. That's exactly what a fucking cuck, bro. Fucking podcast cuck like you would say. Yep, I took you know? the jab. I'm a, I'm a sellout. First they came for the truckers. Then they came for the podcasters. And I said nothing. And I just said nothing. Yo, if the people in downtown Ottawa were indigenous, they would have been fucked up day one, bro. Straight up. That's a bold take. It's not the fucking bad Hot take. take. Very. That's a no. That's a that's a bold take. You're you're very brave for saying what every other human being has been saying. Yeah, like for real though. Like for real though. Wow, it's so, Matt. So brave. I'm such so a deep brave. thinker, man. Like I, I thought thinker. of this all on my own. Did you also read that in someone else's tweet and then regurgitate it like it was your original thought? Actually, no. Like I remember seeing the fucking indigenous go for the pipeline and the RCMP coming out, be like, you can't do that. 
It's like, oh, okay. But these guys can go for three weeks downtown, and it's like, all right, like it's time to leave now, guys. I'm like, you can't do that to us. It's like, yeah, I'll, be- I, I, I'll give you credit this time. I'll let you. I'll let you believe you were truly OG. I'm not. I just have an I have an Aboriginal friend who, like, I'm blasted by his fucking posts. He's right though. I have to agree. But anyway, I digress. The pandemic has wreaked havoc on nearly every aspect of American life, including the tidiness of one's home. However, one thing remains clear. Sharing household chores is a powerful love language for couples that could be the key to spicing things up. According to this survey, nearly half of cohabiting couples agree their homes are messier than pre-pandemic times. Yet three quarters of those couples disagree on how to split the chores fairly. More than one third even reported offering sexual favors to incentivize their partner to complete their share of the household duties. It's a survey of 2000 adults centered around household chores in their relationship. One in five people report always getting stuck with the dirty work, taking on their partner's assigned tasks along with their own. Only 9% say their partner always completes their share of the honeydew list. 9%. Believable. Very one believable. in 10, one in 10. Yeah, people you are like, think- you don't do shit around here. Like, no, it's you might let something slide. The you don't do shit around here is probably a lot lower, but. Same sex couples it. apparently say that 11% are 11% more likely to complete their partner's chores than opposite sex couples. Interesting. So like it, 9% you- and 11% more, it's like twice as likely. My statistical analysis is correct. So hmm, extrapolating here and not using the scientific methods. So homosexual couples are cleaner than heterosexual Clean, couples. Cleaner, but also better at, but apparently better at like taking their own fair share of the work and like doing it and, and not being like, fuck it. I left my pan in the sink. I'm no fucking bitch. I'm going to do this shit. Steve, watch no, me. More considerate. 34% of couples believe their significant other has purposely done chores poorly in order to avoid being asked to do them again in the future. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's your own house. That's your own house, man. Like scrubbing a scrubbing a pan, like, I'm gonna leave a little egg at the bottom of this one. You know that? (laughs) Put it in the rack. (laughs) I did it, honey. I'm done. Yeah, no worries. That's okay. I'm gonna watch the game now. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. See ya comes through like see i've slacked on stuff but it's because it's like eh, that's okay and i'm just being lazy it's not like oh she won't ask me to fucking clean the dishes again if i do a shit job like you that's gotta eat one off those in two, three bro. one in three believe the other person is done oh, is, has done that believe. so maybe it's just like i'm just bad at scrubbing pots or like the lighting in here is shitty and i couldn't see the scuzz at the bottom of it like mm-hmm. you know okay but then the other pass. person one in three people is like he's up to something I know he clean. I know he's capable of cleaning that pan better than that. That's too much time with your partner. That's what that is. That's like pandemic, like at home. Be like that fucker, he's plotting something. Oh, they start like dude, creating yeah. conspiracy in their head, he's like creating their own scenarios in their head. I asked him to swiffer the floor, and there's still shoe marks all over the fucking place. Like, what is he actually up to? Talk clean to me. This category is called. Fifty-six percent of couples think splitting chores evenly would improve their physical relationships. The majority of couples, fifty-three percent. It's a small majority, but even consider equal chore responsibilities just as important to their relationship as all physical relationship aspects. The, the chores 
equivalent. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say a quiv. I would say like it's it's a smaller percentage, but I'd say it's important. Yeah, dog. Is it one of those like war of attrition things that like it doesn't seem big, but like after this is the six, like this is the sixth or seventh time you fucking left your coffee cup dirty in the sink. I keep asking you to put it in the fucking dishwasher and you keep leaving it in the fucking sink. Like, is it one of those things that like it's little things, but the little thing, it just adds up over time. Yeah. And it also shows what like, you think of your partner. So like, for example, this is just a, a, a small example, but like last night there was a pot we had in the, in the fridge that I knew we were going to need to use today. Cause Haley was going to make some, some butter chicken. So like last night I like made sure that I took that pot out, re- put the shit away and like cleaned it and put it in the dishwasher. So when I woke up this morning, she was like, yo, I saw you did that. Thank you. You know what I mean? Oh. It's res- it's respect for your partner. So there's something to this is what you're saying. There is. Yeah. Cause it there's, shows that you're like actually caring and paying a little bit of attention, right? The significance of the little things. Cause like, here's the thing. She's going to wake up and there's going to be eight other things where it's like that fucking idiot didn't do this. So you can't have all 10 of them be like that. You know, you've got to you've got Thanks, to Matt. Something. You put the pot in the dishwasher, but uh, you left your used underwear hanging on the chair in the living room. And that's a little that was a little gross. Let's ah, <laughs> go in the hamper. 40 percent of couples admit they argued more about housework with their significant other now as compared to before the pandemic. Nearly half of respondents feel a more balanced division of household chores would reduce the frequency of arguments. Again, it's the little things, right? It's the, mm-hmm. it's the attrition of of the bullshit. Adding <laughs> the up attrition the of love. Yeah, exactly. The, attr- the attrition of love. <laughs> you come here for this podcast. Interesting stories, a little bit of laughs, you know, but mostly. It's it's learning how to navigate the attritions of love, I believe. The last one here is the one that baffled me. One in two couples think that not helping out with household chores is just as bad as or worse than cheating on their significant other. With 60% of couples reporting that equally dividing their chores would improve their loyalty. Yeah, just as bad there's like four girls sitting there with a glass of wine being like, I that, that definitely girl. No, that's fucking horseshit, bro. That is horseshit. Like, no way. Honey, no we way. We need to talk. I didn't. I, I forgot to put the pod in the dishwasher and press start is the equivalent of, honey, I've been fucking my secretary for three months. Like what? Like <laughs> the same as bad, if not worse. Like, not even <laughs> not even in the same ballpark, bro. Not even comparable percent. Better chore division would improve their loyalty. Like just like some woman sitting on the couch somewhere like you get in there and you wash that pot or I'm sucking Bill's dick tomorrow. Like <laughs> lucky oh, Bill, lucky, fuck. lucky Bill. <laughs> Husband like sweating in the kitchen. Like did I, did, did, did I get it clean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> Yo, man, like not even in the same fucking realm, bro. Come on now. That's bad Come as on cheating now. on your significant other. That is, that is wild. That is a wild, half the couples. I mean, so basically for listeners, if, if you're in a relationship and you are, and you are, you know, and chores are an issue, stop fucking around because your partner will start fucking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evidently. Mm-hmm. Like you stop cleaning those pots. Guess what? I gotta go do the dishes. <laughs> Matt just gets up from the show like fuck. <laughs> Wait, baby, let me get that. <laughs> fuck. Uh, fuck. Just, just wild. There's a good insight into into dynamics. I think 
so now, as we all know, Amazon employees, there's all been all this talk of unionizing. Well, apparently uh, some Starbucks employees in the States have also unionized at a few different locations. You don't so, say. Yeah, I do. You don't say. So <laughs> taking off this, Apple employees are starting to try to get the ball rolling on unionizing as well. Uh, the retail employees fight for unionization was reportedly inspired by the recent wins at some of these Starbucks stores around the U.S., which started in Buffalo, New York, and has since spread to about 100 stores across the country. But this to me isn't really news that, you know, people are trying to unionize. I think it's fucking great pro union. Go me. But the thing that kind of angry letters me... can be directed to FNEH podcast at gmail.com. Listen, you, you have strong opinions the other way. You fucking clowns. Listen up. You're all being taken <laughs> advantage of. Yeah, there are dog fuckers that don't do shit and get protected by the unions. I get it. I get it. I get it. It takes eight years to fucking build a stretch of road <laughs> when there's a union where I get it. I get it. But it protects you. It's a good stuff. But anyway, these Apple it's employees. a good stuff. I'm going to put it's that the on the t-shirt. It's, <laughs> it's a good stuff. But, uh, it's the good stuff. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm not here to make a, like a great formulated argument. But apparently, <laughs> Apple employees have actually been using encrypted chats and even going as far as using Android phones. That's, that's for real, dog. private. Yeah, I don't even blame them, dog. Like, I, I would put nothing past Apple. Of the like, there's like an auto hit, you know, for the word union that goes off in your phone if it's ever typed. Oh my god! Like reading your iCloud shit, like, yeah. like uploaded chats. Being like, look, he's organized. Like, yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna read a story in the future of being like, people have to use code words for forming a union. Like, oh god, you know, like, like same shit as like pedophilia now. Like, oh, like yeah, man. like cheese pizza. Like, yeah, can like I get a cheese formation? pizza? Can I get okay. an onion? I could really use some onions around here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> onions, baby. So can I get a cupcake? Stop. Stop. No more cupcakes, damn it. <laughs> you tried so hard to not talk about it, and then you can't help but keep getting back. You can't to it. help it. It's too funny. Jesus Christ. Oh. Using Android phones. I mean, that's that's kind of a tell, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're scared of your overlord. What is that? Oh, it's nothing. Is that an Android phone? No, no, it's it's a no, it's an iPhone. It's, it's an iPhone eight. It's old. It's a little bit out of date. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, can I can I can I see that? No, no. It's like <laughs> put that in big search. What the Pull fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this a Samsung in an iPhone store? Is this running on Kiwi? No, it's on KitKat. Say it's right operating. Oh god. <laughs> uh, smart that's though moves, dog. that's smart man encrypt your shit and use a different fucking company stay away yo i mean it is anyway. it's also pretty clear but good luck apple employees good luck well i'm sure i i'm sure they'll fight for the you know have a have a nice easy well-negotiated and, and full faith battle with a we gotta fight corporation. boom boom for our right Boom, boom, to repair. <laughs> Fuck Apple. Lead us into the future. Lead Fuck us Apple. into the future, my friend. Oh, man. You're man of the people. Uh, I, I, will, I will make sure to direct any angry, like, anti-union. Like, our podcast has now been banned in this episode in China, in Russia, in in any like anti-union industry, like <laughs> Spotify's gonna drop us being like the little like algorithm will detect the word and be like, these guys are agitators. Yeah. 
shout out to the it's not there anymore what the fuck happened shout out to the qatar fucking stadium builders y'all should have unionized you have been i think you have been reading certain swaths i haven't lately dog i've been been reading you sound like you've been stressed news news reading lately but i haven't i've been reading absolute bullshit video game forum shit i haven't read anything nice I've been staying away from pop culture stuff. It just makes me so goddamn mad. So also the more you get to... away from it, the more your brain's shifting back. And yeah, maybe there's guilt in there. Oh, they're like, you're just watching videos of guys smoking weed out of hamburgers. Like you should probably, <laughs> you should probably give a fuck about the world, man. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're exactly where they want you to be. McDonald's yeah. is making its way into the metaverse. <laughs> oh, by registering no. For 10 trademarks in the virtual space. One of the trademark applications was for, quote, operating a virtual restaurant featuring actual and virtual goods. Actual? What the fuck are you talking about? Go to McDonald's and and get your accessory hamburger you can carry on your avatar. (laughs) Don't start. That's, (laughs) oh my God. Operating a virtual restaurant online featuring home deliveries. So I'm going to log into the metaverse. I'm going to walk to the virtual McDonald's and place an order. And then in what an Uber eats guy is going to drive to my house and deliver it to me. And it's going to be some guy like actually driving that car, spending his actual time to deliver it to you. How many people are going to walk into walls like the door knocks and like, oh, like, like walk into the fucking living room wall because they're still wearing their VR headset. Like, man, I'd be way more hyped about metaverse shit if it one wasn't run by Facebook and Zuck and two wasn't so fucking lame every single time yeah. they show anything about it. It just seems so out of fucking touch, bro. Like, did you see the Shaq thing with Adam Silver? I didn't. Okay, so uh, basically they're they're trying to bring like a fucking basketball skills trainer to the metaverse. And Shaquille right. O'Neal is like was doing the voice for it. I don't know if he's going to be the voice uh, overall. It's I forget the character's name. It's like this like hovering like like Shaq literally flies on the screen and does like crossovers and stuff. Anyway, point being is that the, the art on it, the art looks like 20 years old, like super outdated. Oh, like God. no one's going to pick this up and be like, yo man, like I can't, he looks like the fucking iron giant. Honestly is what he looks like from that <laughs> Pixar movie that came out like 20 years ago, bro. But he's got like basketball shit on, you know, some shorts and shit. And Adam Silver is like awkwardly talking to him like a dork, like, Oh, what else can you show us? And then Shaq literally flies away. Like it's it's so fucking out of touch. This happened, like I, what did this happen like last night during the all star like game? Like a couple days or? ago. Maybe okay. it was at the all-star game. Maybe that's what it was at. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry, I'm I didn't come with this as an article. This is just off the dome. But like it's just it's so fucking bizarre and out of touch, man. Like it looks so lame and stupid to the point that like no kid's gonna be seeing this and like, wow, I can't wait to go. It's it's also sh- just I've yet to hear. Have you heard any ideas yet? Like all that we keep talking, we keep coming back to it. And obviously, because now it's hot and it's in the news all the time. So we're just going to have an endless supply of NFT and metaverse stories that we can laugh at. But also not one of these things that we've ever talked about has my brain been like, it's actually not a bad idea. Like that actually might sound like you're right. It all sounds so fucking stupid. Like, oh, that's what I want to do is I want to go into the metaverse so I can go to a McDonald's. What are you (laughs) like? Are you kidding me? Like. And practice this is how my I want basketball. To spend my enjoyment. Yeah, practice. I'm gonna shoot free throws with Shaq. Like, fuck out of here. Why don't you go actually to a basketball court and fucking play basketball? No, no. Why don't I just buy McDonald's and a virtual McDonald's and then and then 
Now, apparently this will enable the restaurant chain to provide downloadable multimedia files for artwork, audio, and video, and NFTs. Oh paying God. for food you can't actually eat or paying for what, like a Andy Warhol version of a fucking like picture of a Big Mac or something like that? Like, yeah, download your Justin Timberlake McDonald's jingle to play in your house in the metaverse every time it comes in. You around. Papa, I'm loving it. I can't escape. <laughs> Make everything. It's the Mick metaverse. I'm going to oh, kill fuck. myself. <laughs> McDonald's also included its McCafe brand in the Metaverse trademark application. One of the applications was for the brand to be able to offer entertainment services, namely providing online and actual online, actual and virtual concerts and other virtual events. So like I'm going to the, McDo- the McDonald's McCafe McMetaverse concert series with Travis Scott and Katy Perry or Fucking something featuring the ghost of Jeffrey McEpstein. (laughs) (laughs) This would enable the brand in virtual destination. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting good. This would enable the brand in virtual destination to host sponsored concerts or appearances by celebrities who are fast embracing the world of experiential NFTs. They're just you're just making words up now. Experiential (laughs) NFTs. What am I gonna like feel them now? You're like, ooh, ooh, this, this, this digital image has a nice contour. I can feel the sesame seeds on the burger bun. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything. Panera about bread. Panera bread is also filing trademarks, going for the Paneraverse too, I suppose. So Paneraverse. I want to take my girl to a Panera bread. It's been a minute. Hey, let's find a Panera bread. Before the metaverse, we have to go in the metaverse why, and they're all Why closed. leave? Yeah, why leave the comfort of your home when you could just she's log like, in? She's like, can we get Panera? <laughs> After it's, working, it's working. That. <laughs> so let's get, should we get in on the, I think we should blaze trails. I mean, we're always missing out on good ideas. Should we blaze the podcast metaverse? Do you think? The podiverse for podophiles only? <laughs> Can't man, I can't. <laughs> Look, people are gonna like actually think we're like podophiles, bro. Keep bringing up cupcakes and Jeffrey Pod files. It's a distinct vowel difference between the two, and it's you who keeps bringing up the semen cupcakes that we swore we wouldn't talk about. <laughs> it's David's fault. It's David's fault. Blame it on it him. It actually is. It actually is. He brought it up. But that no, you you brought it of your own accord. I and did, then, and then we did. all agreed in an executive decision. <laughs> we should not. We should let this obviously go. I don't want to let the metaverse go, though. I, I like, and not that I want to in like enjoy it and and partake in it. I just don't want to let them. I don't want them to let them succeed, bro. I can't. I can't just let this one slide. Like I'm down for a digital world that we all eventually plug into, like fucking Mega Man style. I get it. It's coming one day, whatever. Sure. But not run by fucking Mark Zuckerberg, bro. Doug, we're already like. Think about the fact that no one's using it. Like it's it's. Can still you like you can just go on to it now? I'm sure you can, but like the the VR headset is not a household item. You know, it's not like the television where like, well, it's, you know, 90 percent of two homes or the or the home computer. No one's done the Steve Jobs yet of like every house is going to own one of these things. Mm-hmm. Everyone will will be involved. This is the future. This is the undeniable future. Like it's already based off a of technology that has got little use to it that most people don't want to use because people also still feel like dorks wearing those stupid fucking things on their heads. 
you know, and what standing in the middle of their living room, like, well, everyone else watches you <laughs> maneuver through fake space. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and then we're not even where no one's using it yet. And it's already like real estate selling for a million dollars and McDonald's is in there and Facebook. It's like, what is appealing about this? Nothing yet that's been suggested has been interesting. Hey, we like, got this sick VR thing. You can play all your games in it. No, no, you can go to McDonald's and buy a virtual hamburger. <laughs> oh, wicked. Sounds like a lot of fun. I have a I have a, a few Madoff coins. Do you guys take Madoff coin? <laughs> oh, sorry. No, we don't take Madoff coin. We only accept Mick Mick coins. Mick, yeah. Do you have our app? You have Mick Crypto. Do you have the Mick Crypto app? That's Ooh. what's next, bro. You buy real McDonald's and you get fucking like with your app and you'll get rewards where you can get like metaverse rewards it's coming. No, now you're coming. Now you're no. Now you're trying. Now you're getting too close. So in your Starbucks reward points or like NFT or like or like mm-hmm. Bucky Bucks or whatever the fuck you're going to get it's like, coming, bro. I'm telling you right now. I mean, that's easy for Starbucks, right? It's just Starbucks. Right. Mm. They don't have to try that hard. Nah, they're they're pretty much too like two on the nose. Like they're going to have to alter it in some way. I just I feel so fucking dumb. Wow. I just realized at Starbucks, your reward points, you collect stars. And I never understand. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why do you get stars? I'm not even kidding, bro. I'm dead serious. I'm fucking dead serious. I just realized right now that I'm an idiot. Holy shit. I think it's the planned obsolescence of your brain. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You're getting laughed at over here pretty heavily. Actually. I should That's be. I, I fucking should be. <laughs> Consider myself a halfway intelligent guy, and I, I stumbled over that one. And fuck. we all make mistakes, don't we? <laughs> Some a little larger than others. All right, what else you got? All right. Uh, four workers were fired. After thousands of Massachusetts drivers got their licenses without taking a road test. So four employees for the Massachusetts <laughs> Registry of this. Motor Vehicles. I, no, I need this. Were fired this week after it was discovered that nearly 2,100 drivers were given licenses without taking their road test. In 2020, investigation started after an RMV supervisor reported suspicious activity, a source had told The Globe. The RMV later determined that since around April of 2018, a total of about 2,100 drivers were giving passing marks by two test instructors at the Brockton Customer Service Center for Road Center employees, and they were fired in connection to the scheme. Uh, as well as the two instructors, there were two others who were not named as service center employees. So we got four total, two instructors, two people wow. in the offices working in tandem. Now, officials said the road test will be free of charge for those that were affected, and those who failed their test will be reissued a learner's permit and offered a Massachusetts ID card free of charge. So basically what the government has said is anybody who's illegally obtained your fucking driver's license, we're going to give you a free ID. We're going to let you take the test for free, but if you fail it, we'll just let you keep the ID, but you're going to have to redo your test. AKA, actually have to do the all 2,100 of you who are driving out there that like shouldn't be fucking driving. Yeah, we're coming for you. We know about oh. you now. Oh, that sucks. You'd be like, I got away scot-free, man. So this is, it's just, just like, good. it's not even hard to pass, though. That's what I don't get. Like, this isn't like some, fu- how lazy you got to be to be like, yo, man, I was just like, I just can't drive. Can you, can you just maybe. give me my license? Or maybe it's like an accessibility thing. Maybe it's like, yo, I don't have anybody who's like got a car that I can like use to go take the test. Like, just give me a fucking license so I can like buy a car and like now be Get a out of here with who- logic. Get the fuck out of here. That's a 
I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know. Somebody can inform me. I don't know. Like I, if I don't have an accessible car and I would like here, even in Ontario, if I have an accessible car and I want to learn how to drive, what do I do? Uh, like, I have school. to hire a driver school and, yeah. and book you can you can use their car. You I, you could probably can rent you a car. book just the car. No, you can't rent a car. Yes, That's you... actually a stipulation uh, that oh. you can't rent a car if you don't have a license. Obviously, I couldn't rent a car without a license without a valid driver's license. Oh, fair enough. Um, I think you can use driving schools uh, cars, but but like, do you got to sign up for the course? Is it like I got to do the full forty hours and like sit around and get taught how to do a three point turn, or is it like no, nah, I just need the car, dog? Like. You know, it's a good question because I don't know. Would I just trust some random guy that's like, you have, I haven't trained you how to drive? You're like, I just need your car for my <laughs> test. Can I just take your car for the day? I'll pay you 100 bucks. Be like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's probably like some insurance thing, too. Like, what if I run it up a pole? Like, um, sorry, you gave your car to another person for a hundred dollars for a couple hours and he drove it into an intersection and got T boned. Like, sorry, that's not covered under your plan. Your policy doesn't do that. Now, there's probably some people in Massachusetts that are like, I fucking knew it. I fucking told you these drivers out here are fucking terrible. But seriously, like in Toronto, like I wouldn't even be surprised if this was a fucking story, dude. The amount of shit that I see. Oh, my God, bro. People pulling U-turns in the middle of the street with like full four way track straight up, dude. Insane shit in this city that I I saw a guy turn. I saw a guy turn left from the middle lane the other day when there was a left turn lane. Yeah, a guy did like like just like turn and just be like, no, I'm going. (laughs) I unbelievable, bro. Unfucking believable. It was so cathartic when I heard that uh, Uber driver tell me that this is the worst fucking drivers he's ever seen. He's like living in a bunch of countries and he was going off about how shit Toronto drivers are. I'm like, yes, go off, go off. <laughs> it was cathartic, man. I'm like, let me like, I'm not biased. Fucking tell me how shit we are. Just in the Discovery Channel where Canada's worst driver is all of you. You're all you're all literally terrible. everybody. Every person in this country could be on this show. Canada, the worst driver. <laughs> Canada <laughs> is the worst driver. <laughs> That's it. Clearly our show. graduated licensing system didn't do anything right. Didn't so. do a damn fucking thing, bro. Yeah. So evidently, evidently I should be able to get my license without after taking any tests. I, no, I should have moved to Massachusetts. Doug, you, you fucking backed Lori's car into that parking spot there. You're fine. You can drive. That's the hardest thing have, you can do. You have seen me do things in the past that have been pretty yeah, solid. That's the hardest thing you have to do other than parallel parking. And on your driving test, they don't make you parallel park in between cars. You just drive up beside really somebody. not. They always treat you like you're going to. They're like, if you don't like, you know, it doesn't matter how many times it takes you to do it right as long as you do it. Like, No, they, uh, they'll pull you up beside a car and tell you to pretend and parallel park behind them. But so there's like no per- second car. Correct. Yeah, correct. Oh, Usually, that's, that's what they the did purpose. for me. I know, right? The guy's like parallel park behind. Them. I'm like, OK, Yeah, it's as easy because I like, give me 40 feet of room. <laughs> Whoop, done. Well, I mean, if you probably go back eight car lengths, the guy's guy's going to call the you most that. riveting thing. The most riveting thing is always is always once you do that, you know what comes next, right? Is they always put that trick question on you. And they're like, OK, now pretend you're on an uphill you're like uphill. Uh, I turn my wheel to the left. Like they just go back to the clipboard. Like, like I think I got that right. <laughs> I hate that. That's the, the that's the only thing that I got wrong on my driving test. No. And I know, I know the. Uh, it's very very simple. Yeah, it's very. I like. I trust me. I know the answer. I park uphill. You're all giving. The time. You're you're giving me uh, athletic injuries exam in my third year of university flashbacks where I where I flipped. It's a true story for our listeners. We were in a program where there was a it was a it was a athletic injuries course 
and it was like a there was kind of like a grade threshold if you wanted to be put into the pool to become a trainer for the sports teams the next year. Matt, of course, aced it because he was hardcore and and ended up being a, a trainer for a basketball team. I fell a couple of percentage points short of getting into the pool. And on my final exam, I, there was a, one question where two questions, really, where the answer for one would be the answer for the other. Like it was like like left, it, there were two options and you had to fill in both. And it was one or the other. And I flipped them and got both questions wrong, obviously, because you get the first one wrong. You obviously get the second one wrong, too. And it was like it cost me like enough percentage points on my final exam that it like dropped my overall grade below the threshold. And it like crushed me and... finding out later being like, oh, like, oh, in that split second moment, if I had said the other one, it could have changed everything. And look, we both still do a fucking podcast and work menial jobs. <laughs> We're both still here. <laughs> Uh, life changing, real life changing event. So the real, the real regret was that we didn't start the show eight years ago. Oh man, think about where we'd be now. Episode four hundred and twenty is where we'd be. Nice, 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 nice. This has been the sixty ninth episode of Fucking A. My name is Dan. Uh, the long haired man on the other end is Matt. Matt, thank you, thank you, thank you, oh, thank you, thank you to my. Shout out to my brother David, who is sitting in the Thank you, good night. Today, who uh, is is one of our first like live outside of your girlfriend, who who is always you know uh, in the background there in in your studio. Uh, my brother is my brother is the first sort of audience member we've had. Just just a dry run for our future live shows for all our listeners when all three of you show up and have a couple of drinks at a bar, <laughs> and the bar wonders why they rented it out to us at all and lost all that money. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, please come back for episode 70, another decade. Are we going to like dress in bell bottoms going through the 70s? Like, They're coming back, bro. So yeah. maybe, maybe one day. Really? Really? Are we doing another hipster trend? Is that what's happening? No, like bell bottoms are 100% coming back in fashion now. I've seen a lot of younger people wearing them. High top waist? Like like rib level waist uh, are coming back? Couldn't tell you on that because it's been winter time. But the it's bell true. bottom bottoms, 100%. Okay. OK, we uh, if you have tips on the latest fashion trends and you'd like to share them with us or if you have anything else, if you uh, if you have some rebuttals to Matt's social commentary this episode, uh, you can email us F.N.E.H. podcast at Gmail dot com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast, F.U.C.K.I.N.E.H. podcast. We are also on YouTube now. If you search fucking a podcast as it's spelled on YouTube, it will now show up. Take nice. that. YouTube algorithm suck Fuck this you guys. dick. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> it Loser. is a real thing that works now. So thanks again for listening. Tell a friend, you know, subscribe to the show. Come back again. Matt, do you have anything you'd like to share as we head out the door? Yeah, shout out to the uh, Canadian Olympic athletes. Uh, the games are coming to a close here soon. Um, Norway just You're broke the our biggest Olympic fan. I am, dog. I am. And I'm using my platform to let people know. All right. Show some people some respect. It's extremely fucking difficult to fly down a hill and a little like sled at 8000 miles an hour and win a medal when everybody in the world is screaming at you. Be like, ah, and they're trying not to do the get exact turned thing. into dust. Yeah, bro. I see these people. I'm like, how are you not dead? I think you're the only person watching the Olympics this year. I'm convinced. Like no one's talked about them. No one's paid attention to them. It's me and Chico. That's it. That's basically it's literally the two of you like Pepsi's just like advertising to YouTube being like, why are they buying? 
I need this. I need this guy to buy $45 million worth of Pepsi because no one else is watching the show. <laughs> oh, I love it. What can I say? Uh, what can I say? Right. Thank you, folks. Uh, come back again. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Peace out. I found the German guy. I don't follow trends, my nigga. I swing the pendulum. If the bitch bag addiction, I'm going to give her some. Let's reflect times. Go and shut the fuck up. Just let me talk, nigga. I'm a time bomb that's waiting to go off, nigga. Quite nuclear. Amazing what fame could do to you. Too peculiar. Although I'm truly a renaissance starter. My mind divine. This should take me a lot farther. Growing up, should I really have beef with my father? But why bother explaining my feelings? Try harder, but either way, they gon' paint you the villain. Eight months with no phone, dog. We aiming for brilliance. High level maintaining the building, nigga. We making a killing. All right, my flow sinister. This ain't rap music, this straight literature. Small minded nigga, all your ideas miniature. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you. A wise man told me that silence never betrayed him. Keep your mouth shut, cause niggas got ultimatums. Stupid situations, the tongue often creates them. The motor mouth nigga is usually causing mayhem. Little tune, flow sinister, I'ma finish him Many men gon' need ministers, I ain't men in them Enemies, I'm the enema, I'ma shit on them Just like my keys, drop my genitals On the dental work, my thoughts I keep confidential It's consequential, philosophies unidentical I'm not into ya, my Siamese brother Benjamin That's how I stick to him, these diamond bees, all VBs I call them Vivica, skating underneath a bridge Stay hustling as it is, make money, feed the kids Ain't nothing in the fridge, wake up, repeat the sins Eight blunts, I need a ten, stay muddy to the lid Eight hundred, eat yeah, all right, my flow sinister. Yeah. This ain't rap music, this straight literature. Small minded nigga, all your ideas miniature. Yeah. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you. I ain't going nowhere, 20 year career minimum. Call hit boy for beats, ask for 10 of them. I don't follow trends, my nigga, I swing the pendulum. If the bitch bag addiction, I'm gonna give her some. Yeah, all right, my flow sinister. Yeah, all right, my flow sinister. Yeah, I write my flow sinister. Never lied in my rhymes. You can go ask Jennifer. That's my mom's name.